Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends. We're so glad you could attend. Come inside, come inside. There behind the glass has a real blade of grass. This segment brought to you by Niagara Canine Conditioning Center. Dog Talk with Dave McMahon on News Talk 610 CKTB. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the show. Glad you could be here with us. It's that time of year where the Dogs in Canada annual magazine is going to hit the shelves. And uh, generally, you can pick them up at Shoppers Drug Mart, Walmart. There's probably a few other places that you can get the magazine. And uh, in a moment, uh, Dana Cox will join us. She is the editor of the Canadian Dogs Annual Magazine, also the editor of the Animal Wellness Magazine, and the innovative Veterinary Care Journal. Uh, also uh, joining us on the program is going to be uh, Jackie, our uh, in-house groomer, Jackie from Jackie's VIP Dog and Cat Grooming in the Garden City of St. Catharines. And then uh, a little bit later in the program, Mr. Scott Adams will join us. He is a retriever dog trainer from the Niagara region of Ontario. So we're going to have a good time. I can feel it in my blood. What do you think of my T-shirt for those that are watching the live video stream on Facebook? (laughs) Jerry Garcia T-shirt going on. Say hello to my guest, uh, Dana Cox, everyone. Hi, Dana. How are you? Great. How are you, Dave? I'm doing fantastic. It's a good to talk to you. We've had you on the program before, and it's usually in November when we yes. can certainly talk about and promote the uh, the annual Dogs in Canada magazine. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, it's just about to hit the shelves. We just got our copies in the office, and uh, it's really exciting. So we're we're very excited. Well, it's always like going into a box of uh, chocolates, a mixed box of chocolates when you get the Dogs in Canada annual magazine because there's so much good stuff in there. And there's there's something for everyone, usually from nutrition to training tips to uh, uh, dog news, uh, stories. Uh, just it's it's a blast. If For those that aren't familiar with uh, the Dogs in Canada annual magazine, can you tell them about it, uh, Dana? Yeah, absolutely. Actually, I can I can do better than that. I've got a copy here, so let me see if I can center it. There we go. Very so there's nice. A, there's a uh, a little preview of what it what it's going to look like on the shelves. But uh, yeah, Canadian Dogs Annual. It's it's um it's a showcase of over 185 different breeds. So that's you know in- incredible that there are that many breeds to begin with. So it kind of goes through, shows you pictures and gives a brief history of how they came to be these breeds and what their personality traits are and, and maybe what the grooming requirements are, that kind of thing. So really to uh, help people decide what's the perfect dog to bring into their family or their home. And uh, beyond that, of course, there's uh, there are pages and pages of editorial on how to, um, you know, make your dog last, like live longer and how to feed it appropriately, how to train it appropriately and lots of other entertaining news as well. So every year is a little different and we just have, you know, a bunch of exciting stuff um, in this year for sure. Yeah. Can you elaborate on some of the articles? Can you tease us a bit with some of the articles and let us know what we're in for? Absolutely. Yeah, we've got, there's so many. Um, So this year we have an article on uh, nutrition, of course. Uh, We always have um, information on nutrition and we're going to take a closer look at how nutrition has changed over the last uh, you know, decade or so, and how it's improved, and all the choices that we have, and which way to go. And we're also going to talk a little bit about DCM because there's been a lot of information in the news lately about um, about that, and and grain free diets, and how they're uh, creating heart disease in dogs, and and all of that chat. So. Uh, research has sort of shown that maybe that's that, that's only true in about 30% of taurine um, deficient dogs. And so there's a lot of truth that needs to be investigated before we before we go down that um, down that road. So there's a lot of facts about that. So we, we talk about nutrition, we talk about COVID, of course, because you have to talk about COVID this year. It's just... You can't get away, away with it. 2020 is the year. It's just crazy. So we talk a little bit about 
um, safety protocols for your dogs. And, um, and we, we tell you about the latest research that's just come out of University of Guelph. I had the pleasure of chatting with one of the veterinarians there. And it's really quite fascinating that we're perhaps discovering that it's a little easier to um, for dogs to contract COVID from their humans. So that's research that's really just, it's still ongoing, but um, we're going to look at that um, and, and talk about how to keep your dog safe. I mean, we, we all talk about keeping ourselves safe, of course, uh, and dogs can't give COVID to, to uh, their people, but, but we take a look at the other way around and what's going on there. Um, we also take a look at behavior proofing and, and how important that is. And uh, not just, you know, I, I'm sure you know, but, you know, you teach a dog to stay in one place, that doesn't mean they're going to know how to stay in another place. Uh, so we, we talk about, tips, you know, and, and that's really important because when dogs get into a different environment, anything could happen. And, and I've seen it myself where my dog is typically so well behaved, but then in an entirely different situation, it's like they've closed their ears off and they don't hear me at all. Uh, yeah. So we're going to talk about that. You know, I've always said you have to teach it, practice it, distraction proof it. Yes, absolutely. Yes. It's like, yes, it's like you wrote the article. Um, so <laughs> we, we talk about, uh, there's a really interesting article um, from Dr. Stanley um, Corrin. Stan Corrin is well known to many, many dog lovers. He's written umpteen books and um, has, is a professor emeritus uh, in psychology at uh, University of BC. But he's taking a look at whether dogs recognize their mothers. And this is, you know, after puppyhood, two years down the road, uh, and, and there are some studies that are really fascinating about that. So, you know, you often wonder, hey, what's happening? You know, the puppies leave when they're eight weeks old, nine weeks old, and, and would they remember, or would the mothers remember their puppies? I'm not going to tell you because it's in the magazine, and you have to, <laughs> but it's really interesting. Um, we, we have a really fun article on top dogs and pop culture. And you just, people love dogs and, it, and dogs have been around sharing our, our entertainment space for so long. So uh, we, we look at The Littlest Hobo, for example, which was, you know, a, a show I grew up watching. Yes. Um, and it's so Canadian. But we also take a look at Brian from Family Guy and uh, we look at Toto, you know, from The Wizard of Oz and, and a number of other dogs. And we sort of delve into their backgrounds and, um, you know, did you know Toto was actually a girl? Uh, we always think of Toto as being a boy, but in fact, Toto was a dog named Terry, um, and and she was a girl. So, uh, just fun stuff like that. And uh, what else? Oh, top tips for leaving your dog alone. I'm sure this is something else that you probably deal with as well, and that's so important because, you know, sometimes if you leave your dog alone, this happened to me with with. Um, a rescue that I had and she was so nervous that if I left her just in the house she'd go into the garbage pails and she'd you know get into all kinds of other trouble and so there are some tips that you can use to sort of um, mitigate that so you don't come home to you know your pillows torn apart in the living room kind of thing so that's really important too um, what else oh when to call the vet there's another really good one you know we all wonder sometimes the dog's got a you know isn't eating or it looks like there you know there's there's an injury and sometimes you need to call the vet right away and other times you can observe for 12 hours 24 hours and see what's going on so you know those are those are kind of important things um to know and then we've got lots of other just little fun articles about uh there's one about did you know that dogs go through um, you know, they go through this, this sort of stubborn phase when they get into puberty. So that's mm -hmm. another little research tidbit, which is kind of fascinating. Did you know that? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. It's, it's really interesting and it's kind of comparable. I have a 15 year old son and I'm going through that <laughs> with mine. And so they're just like teenage teenagers, basically teenage boys when they get to that, uh, when they, they get, get rebellious. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so you know you can't you can't hold it against them. <laughs> they may be perfectly behaved up until the age of you know seven months or so, and they hit this stage around eight months, and 
what happened to that you know wonderful wonderfully behaved dog but it but they come back they come back so you know it's it's just like uh your teenagers um so yeah that's just a that's just a bit of a um a highlight i guess of of what's in there of course there's lots more dana what does the magazine cost and how can our listeners obtain a copy so the magazine is 12.95 and yeah it's on major newsstands all across canada um, it's Canada's number one magazine, largest selling magazine, and um, and largest magazine because it's it's a hefty hefty page count. Um, and you can also order it online. I mean, these are these are crazy times, so you can order it online uh, direct at uh, CanadianDogs.com. And uh, I, I think it's I think that's getting updated tonight, as a matter of fact, because as I said, we're we're due to go on newsstand i think it's november 24th so uh we're just updating our own internal stuff so it should be up there either tonight or tomorrow yeah excellent well the magazine is always so informative it's fun to read and uh, people should get a copy it makes a great gift too it makes a great stocking stuffer yes we have so many people that write us and tell us that that's you know they buy it and they put it in their their wife's stocking or their husband's stocking or boyfriend or you know it, it's it is funny how it's it's very very popular as a christmas gift yeah and can you hold up the magazine for those that are watching on the live yeah. uh, video stream on facebook so you can see there it features this year features an adorable pomeranian puppy and uh just some of the some of the highlights. So there's there it is. Yeah. Yep. So you Dan, can stay with us. We're going to slide away for a short uh, commercial break. When we return, we want to ask you about the uh, the regulations of pet food in Canada. If you could kind of go through that with us uh, a little bit, if you wouldn't mind. Sure. No problem. Okay. We'll take a short break. I'm Dave McMahon. We'll be back with more dog talk, and Jackie will be with us from Jackie's VIP dog and cat grooming and also uh, Dana Cox who is the editor of the uh, uh, Canadian Dogs Annual Magazine also I mean you're the editor of three magazines I believe or are there more <laughs> also uh, the Animal Wellness Magazine and the Innovative Veterinary Care Journal so well, we'll be back with uh, Dana Cox and also Jackie from Jackie's VIP Dog and Cat Grooming Rosie's Breakfast Cafe and 610 CKTV. The best pairing since bacon and eggs. Weekday afternoons, Tom O'Connell has your chance to indulge in a delicious breakfast from Rosie's Breakfast Cafe with a $50 gift card. Check out their cowabunga sandwiches and ice cream, too. The tastiest prize on the radio. Courtesy of Rosie's Food Love in Port Luzi and News Talk 610 CKTV. Get all the details and see even more contests online at 610CKTV.com. Why do so many local pet parents entrust their cherished companions to Heartland Niagara Animal Hospital in Niagara Falls and Maine West Animal Hospital in Welland year after year? Simple. It's the way they treat their patients and the people who love them with dignity, respect, and the utmost compassion. Both vet clinics help make pet care affordable and offer financing to qualifying clients. We're still open, offering curbside pickup and routine visits. Maine West Animal Hospital at mainewestvet.com, Heartland Niagara Animal Hospital at niagarafallsanimalhospital.com. Every Goldman's showroom has over 60 leading brands and hundreds of appliances. But more important than what we have is how we make you feel. You can take comfort in the knowledge that our specialists will find you the right appliances at the right price and keep you safe while doing it. It's tough enough out there. Goldman's makes appliance shopping easy. Shop local at Goldman's.com. It's always hard to kiss summer goodbye, but with pets at home... Hello, little buddy. Oh, you're so cute. It's easy to transition to the inside world. From jackets, leashes, special food and treats, stock up for the upcoming season at Pet Food Outlet. Settle in with a new bed for snuggling or new toys for that extra playtime. Go get it. Pet Food Outlet in Welland, making pets and their people happy. Open Monday to Friday, 9 to 7, Saturday, 9 to 5, and Sunday, 10 to 4. 905-735-PETS. 
This segment brought to you by Maine West Animal Hospital. Now, more dog talk with Dave McMahon. News Talk 610 CKTB. With uh, Dana Cox, she's the editor of the Canadian Dogs Annual Magazine, also the editor of Animal Wellness Magazine and the Innovative Veterinary Care Journal. And we're talking about this year's edition of the Canadian Dogs Annual Magazine that will be available everywhere, the largest magazine in Canada. You've got to get a copy of this magazine. Uh, and also, uh, we're going to uh, ask uh, Dana about uh, what she can tell us about the pet food regulations in Canada and also uh, Jackie from Jackie's VIP Dog and Cat Grooming. Hello, Jackie. Are you there, Jackie? Hey, Jackie, how are you? Glad you could join us. Dana, what can you tell us about the pet food regulations in Canada? Are there any? <laughs> um, and that's a good question. So there really aren't, uh, there isn't one body that's regulating pet food in Canada. So we're tied really closely to the U.S. And in the U.S., there are two regulatory bodies, not even in one is the FDA, the Food and Drug Administration, um, but also there is AFCO, which is the Association of American Feed Control Officials. And that body um, has sort of sets out guidelines for pet food companies to follow. And uh, there's a whole slew of, of definitions. And what happens is the states um, are responsible for, for the laws. So it, everything is by state law. And if you want to sell your food in the U.S., you don't have to actually be AFCO, um, you know, AFCO approved. But if you want to sell your food in the state, you do. So it's kind of this strange um, relationship. And then in Canada, we follow we follow AFCO, um, basically. So we also have uh, Health Canada. We have the Pet Food Inspection um, Agency, which looks at foods that are coming into Canada just to ensure that there aren't any um, issues um, with that. But uh, a lot of it is largely uh, sort of unregulated, regulated really by the pet food companies themselves. And I think that's why you have to be careful about what, you, um, what you're looking for. It's uh, definitely buyer beware. Yes, it is. And you have to do a little bit of research. And I mean, this is why we cover it so much in animal wellness and in Canadian dogs, because it's just so important. And we all know that nutrition is the building block. You are what you eat. There are so many dogs that are overweight um i see it all the time so you know it's really it really is something that we need to pay attention to dana thank you for joining us on dog talk you're welcome nice to be here thanks dave yeah good luck with the magazine have yourself a dog gone great night and <laughs> you too bye now dana cox everyone editor of canadian dogs annual magazine also the editor of animal wellness magazine and the innovative veterinary care journal uh, the Dogs in Canada annual magazine is set to hit the shelves this month. You'll find it everywhere. Walmart, Shoppers Drug Mart, et cetera, et cetera. Jackie from Jackie's VIP Dog and Cat Grooming. Jackie, are you there? I'm here. Can you hear me now? Yes, you have unmuted your microphone. Good to see you, Jackie. It's great to see you. We actually get to see each other this time. Yes, we can wave at each other. Isn't it great that the Dog Talk radio show now streams live to air on Facebook? Isn't that great? I think it's great. You know what? Speaking of your fantastic T-shirt that you were wearing today, I have now bandanas for the dogs in that exact same pattern that I send them home with. Nice. Yeah, I, just, I thought it was actually funny when I saw you wearing that. <laughs> How coincidental. Mm -hmm. <laughs> great minds, eh? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, uh, Jackie's VIP dog and cat grooming. Uh, if you need your dog or cat groomed, you need to contact Jackie at Jackie's VIP Dog and Cat Grooming, located in the uh, city of St. Catharines. Jackie, can I give out your phone number? We've got it on the screen here, but for those that are not watching the live Facebook yep. uh, video feed, the number is 905-329-8076. That's 905-329-8076.
Jackie, I plan to keep you here with us uh, on the program tonight, right up until 8 p.m. In a short little while, we're going to uh, we're going to invite uh, Scott Adams to come out and chit chat with us. He's an awesome guy. Uh, I don't believe you've met him in person, Jackie, but you've got to meet Scott at some point. Yeah, he, uh, is a retriever field dog trainer uh, located here in the Niagara region. Oh, Just cool. an awesome guy. So uh, so we'll have fun talking about dogs with him. And uh, we are going to take a short little break, but we are going to slide away to do a little contest. Now, it's your chance to win a $50 Gales gas card. That's right, a $50 Gales gas card. Participate? (laughs) Who wouldn't want that? Who wouldn't want to win a $50 Gales gas card? Uh, so, Jackie, you can't answer, okay? Uh, you definitely can't answer. Uh, you can't participate. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, here we go. Who wants to win the $50 Gales Gats card? How many eyelids does a dog have per eye? I repeat, how many eyelids does a dog have per eye? Call now, 905-688-2582. It's 905 688-2582. How many eyelids does a dog have per eye? You get the right answer, you win the $50 Gales gas card right here on the Dog Talk Radio Show. Once again, the question, how many eyelids does a dog have per eye? Call now, 905-688-2582. That's 905-688-2582. How many eyelids does a dog have per eye? Get the right answer when the $50 Gales gas card. And we'll be back with uh, Jackie from Jackie's VIP Dog and Cat Grooming. And we'll also be back with Mr. Scott Adams, a retriever dog trainer right here in the Niagara region. And I'm Dave McMahon. So stick around. It's always hard to kiss summer goodbye, but with pets at home... Hello, little buddy. Oh, you're so cute. It's easy to transition to the inside world. From jackets, leashes, special food and treats, stock up for the upcoming season at Pet Food Outlet. Settle in with a new bed for snuggling or new toys for that extra playtime. Go get it. Pet Food Outlet in Welland, making pets and their people happy. Open Monday to Friday, 9 to 7, Saturday, 9 to 5, and Sunday, 10 to 4. 905-735-PETS. Is your senior pet slowing down, having difficulty on the stairs, or getting in and out of the car? November is Senior Pet Month. The Niagara Canine Conditioning Center has a full senior care program, and for the month of November, all new clients on their senior care program will get a free gift and be entered into a draw for a free massage or swim. Please call the Niagara Canine Conditioning Center at 289-362-5900 or email info at canineconditioningcenter.ca to book your appointment. It's always hard to kiss summer goodbye, but with pets at home... Hello, little buddy. Oh, you're so cute. It's easy to transition to the inside world. From jackets, leashes, special food and treats, stock up for the upcoming season at Pet Food Outlet. Settle in with a new bed for snuggling or new toys for that extra playtime. Go get it. Pet Food Outlet in Welland, making pets and their people happy. Open Monday to Friday, 9 to 7, Saturday, 9 to 5, and Sunday, 10 to 4. 905-735-PETS. Why do so many local pet parents entrust their cherished companions to Heartland Niagara Animal Hospital in Niagara Falls and Maine West Animal Hospital in Welland year after year? Simple. It's the way they treat their patients and the people who love them with dignity, respect, and the utmost compassion. Both vet clinics help make pet care affordable and offer financing to qualifying clients. We're still open, offering curbside pickup and routine visits. Maine West Animal Hospital at mainwestvet.com, Heartland Niagara Animal Hospital at niagarafallsanimalhospital.com. Now, more dog talk with Dave McMahon. News Talk 610 CKTV.
Welcome back to the Dog Talk Radio Show, everyone. We're in the midst of a contest. It's your chance to win a $50 gift card to Gail's Gas Bar. Who wants 50 bucks worth of free gas? We're doing a, uh, a contest right now. How many eyelids does a dog have per eye? I repeat, how many eyelids does a dog have per eye? 905-688-2582. 905-688-2582. Let's go to Elle and Port Robinson. Good evening, Elle. I'm Dave McMahon. Welcome to Dog Talk. Hello. Are you there, Elle? Yeah, I'm here, yeah. How are you, Al? Not bad. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing really, really, really good. Yeah, that's good. That's good. What are you doing? You sound pretty chill. Uh, just uh, relaxing after work. Yeah, what are you doing to relax? Uh, just listening to the radio, listening to your uh, show here. Good, good, good. I'm glad you're listening. You know we're doing the contest. It's your chance to win a $50 gift card to Gail's Gas Bar. How many eyelids does a dog have per eye? They have three eyelids per eye, Dave. Congratulations. Give him a big round of applause. (laughs) All right. That's correct. Dogs have three eyelids per eye. Mm -hmm. And Al from Port Robinson just won a $50 Gales gas card for listening to the Dog Talk radio show and participating Stay on the line, Al, because our producer, Greg Campagna, mm-hmm. rhymes with lasagna. Our producer, Greg <laughs> Campagna, is going to take some info from you. Okay? Stay on the line. Thanks. Congratulations again, Al. Talk to you later. Jackie, that's oatmeal. This is oatmeal. So one. if you're watching the uh, Dog Talk Radio Show live on Facebook now, you can see Jackie from Jackie's VIP Dog and Cat Grooming grooming her standard poodle named oatmeal how old is oatmeal now oatmeal is seven now seven years old and uh let me put on my glasses now is oatmeal uh is that purple or pink both pink and purple pink and purple we got purple on the bottom pink on the top this time she is one styling bitch she sure is and she knows Look. look at her (laughs) <laughs> You're doing a great job. Mr. Scott Adams, how are you, sir? Hello, Dave. I'm good. How are you? Good. You're looking fantastic on the live Facebook video feed. Well, thank you, sir. <laughs> you look a lot younger than you did the last time. Yeah, I uh, can't hear you over the dog. He's barking at me. <laughs> Can you imagine a dog that barks? <laughs> yeah, I got a, all the nerve. I got a little dash on here that thinks he's a great Dane. Trying to keep four standard poodles quiet right now. <laughs> no sudden movements. Yeah. You know, I used to have a couple of standard poodles. I had one named Tasha, one named Hannah. I had a, a black bitch and I had a white bitch. The black one was Hannah, the white one was Tasha. And a lot of people don't realize, like a lot of novice people don't realize, but the standard poodle is not just a prissy bitch that parades around in the confirmation show ring. The standard poodle is a great retriever dog and loves the field. And isn't that right, Scott? Yep, that's right. I know of some that have uh, done well in the uh, in the CKC uh, competitions and hunt tests. Yeah. So, Scott, you are a um, – you call yourself an amateur. Yep. I think of you as a professional because you have a lot of experience, but uh, you call yourself an amateur enthusiast. You're a field dog trainer, retriever dog trainer. I can never yeah. say the title correct. Yeah, I, I'm, a, I'm an amateur retriever trainer, and uh, you know, I'm in, in Canada, obviously, and and uh, it's a popular sport in both Canada and the United States. Uh, so we do we do uh, field uh, we train retrievers to hunt, that's their job, and to pick up birds and and and, and flush birds for us. Uh, some of us uh, strictly hunt; others of us take part in CKC events such as hunt tests and competitions, uh, field trial competitions. So if people want to get a little more serious and they want to compete, that's cool. But if yeah. they want to do it just for, you know, shits and giggles yep. and do it for fun, that's fine too. Yep. That's right. Uh, I mean, I mean, the, the, the big thing is, is hunting is this time of year. And when you have a good dog uh, working for you in the blind or in the field, it's uh, it's a pleasure to have. And they love doing it. Yeah. What do you look for in a dog that you want to do retrieval work with? 
Uh, you look, the, the biggest thing is uh, the, the hunting desire. And, and uh, uh, if, if a dog has a desire to retrieve or to hunt and has that gaminess to him, uh, then uh, usually they stand a pretty good shot at becoming a, a respectable hunting dog. And if they have a, a very high level, a high degree of, of desire, uh, and, and brains, then uh, they, they probably stand a good chance uh, taking part in the CKC events, which is a lot of fun. Yeah. How young will you start the dogs in the retrieval training? Well, I'll tell you, when I get my hands on a dog, it's usually at seven or eight weeks of age, and the, the training starts from day one. And the sooner you can start a young dog, uh, the better off you're going to be. But the secret is really to, to hook up with people who have been there before, uh, there's a lot of good advice on the internet, and there's a lot of bad advice, and it's yeah, hard to telling me. the good from the bad. <laughs> but uh, if you can hook up with a, a retriever training club and, and like-minded amateurs that uh, can can keep you from making unnecessary mistakes, that's a good way to go. Yeah. Now, how about you, Jackie? Would you ever go out and play with Scott? I mean, you know what I'm talking about, like go out there and – you know, do some Careful. work. I don't really mean play with Scott. I mean, would you ever hang out with him, like, and go and try and see if your dog will retrieve something? I think it would be pretty cool. Um, uh, to be honest, only one out of my four dogs would probably be any good at it. Okay. Yeah, two of them have no retrieval skills whatsoever. Stunned um, as a doornail, are they? <laughs> one of them has uh, high retrieval skills, but no bring it back skills. <laughs> And so oatmeal would actually be the only one, but she has bad eyesight and no muscles. So, yeah, and we would be scared of any kind of loud sound. So I think my poodles are all out of the game. <laughs> Bunch of little limps around here. Hey, but as far as bringing it back to you, Scott, do you, do you, do you do some work on the long line to ensure that the dogs learn how to bring something back? Yeah, absolutely. We use long lines a lot. Sometimes we use them on, on the puppies themselves and the young dogs themselves to, to make sure they come back. And we, we do it by encouraging them. But if you have hold of a rope, then you have control of the dog, which is, you know, which is pretty uh, important. And then sometimes I'll put a long rope on their bumper or their play toy that I'm teaching them to retrieve. And then uh, when they let go of it, I pull, pull it away and make them chase it. And uh, when they get it again, I start reeling them in. And if they drop it, I bring it back into me. And pretty soon they want to hang on to it. Yeah, yeah, it really builds the drive when you when you've got that line attached to it, and uh, yeah, and when yeah. They drop it, you take it away, and it builds that possessiveness and that drive. Yep. Absolutely, and you know one of the biggest things about that is that it has to be a game to the dog. You can't you can't impose your will or or or, or be harsh with a dog uh, when they're first learning. You got to make it fun for them. Eh? It really needs to be a lot of fun, and and that's that's kind of a, a bit of a learning curve for a lot of people, but. Uh, the more fun you can make it, dogs learn through success. And, and they learn more through success than they do correction. Couldn't so, agree more. Couldn't you know. agree. Let me ask you, do you prefer a particular gender I'm talking about uh, for dog training, not you yourself? Uh, <laughs> well, I've had a few uh, females that identified as males, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> but yeah. uh, as far as uh, preference of training, um, the only reason I've had all males except for one is that I didn't want to deal with dogs coming into season and, and mixing the two sexes because it's just too distracting in a kennel where you're trying to teach uh, males if they're distracted by a, a female that's in season. Uh, that can be an issue. Um, and the other thing about having females is that, um, you know, sometimes they come into season at the worst possible time. So I, I prefer to have males, uh, but I'll tell you that uh, a female with the right handler is probably one of the most dangerous combinations when it comes to competition because the, the females can be all business. And there are some, some, there are some great, great females out there and, and trainers of females. Yeah. So I'll deal with any dog, but I mean, uh, given a choice in my kennel, I like to have males. Yeah, yeah, good. Okay, listen, Scott, we are going to take a short break. Uh, we want you to stay on with us right till 8 p.m. We're going to have lots of fun, shoot the breeze about dogs. And uh, if you're just joining us now, I'm on the phone here and also live video feed on Facebook with Mr. Scott Adams, 
Scott Adams is a field dog retriever trainer from the Niagara region of Ontario. And Jackie is with us. Jackie from the Jackie's VIP dog and cat grooming salon in St. Catharines. Next contest is uh, your chance to win a $50. That's right. Great prizes tonight. A $50 Hooters gift card. That's right. So if you want to win a $50 Hooters gift card, you know what I love uh, best about Hooters? Is their plump chicken wings. <laughs> That's what I love best about them. Uh, anyway, uh, so if you want to win a $50 Hooters gift card, you have to answer the question, how many muscles does a dog have in their ears? I repeat, how many muscles do dogs have in their ears? Call now, 905-688-2582, 905-688-2582. Hooters has got great, great grub, amazing food. I don't know if you've been, but uh, great chicken wings, the burgers are phenomenal, all kinds of other food. I go once in a while. No, I don't. But when I go, I enjoy the great food at Hooters. Who wants to win the $50 Hooters gift card? How many muscles does a dog have in their ears? Call us now at 905-688-2582. And we'll be back with more dog talk right after this. This segment brought to you by Heartland Niagara Animal Hospital. TED Radio Hour with Guy Raz. Saturdays at noon and Sunday nights at 7. Each week, a new theme and more fascinating people. What is your motive for action? I love taking on the status quo and trying to turn it upside down. My whole childhood, I was called bossy. TED Radio Hour. Saturdays at noon and Sunday night at 7. We're not ready for the next epidemic. The scariest thing I've done is ride a rocket ship to space. News Talk 610 CKTV. The Voice of Niagara. It's always hard to kiss summer goodbye, but with pets at home... Hello, little buddy. Oh, you're so cute. It's easy to transition to the inside world. From jackets, leashes, special food and treats, stock up for the upcoming season at Pet Food Outlet. Settle in with a new bed for snuggling or new toys for that extra playtime. Go get it. Pet Food Outlet in Welland, making pets and their people happy. Open Monday to Friday, 9 to 7, Saturday, 9 to 5, and Sunday, 10 to 4, 905-735-PETS. Is your senior pet slowing down, having difficulty on the stairs, or getting in and out of the car? November is Senior Pet Month. The Niagara Canine Conditioning Center has a full senior care program, and for the month of November, all new clients on their senior care program will get a free gift and be entered into a draw for a free massage or swim. Please call the Niagara Canine Conditioning Center at 289-362-5900 or email info at canineconditioningcenter.ca to book your appointment. Sometimes the most beautiful places hide the darkest secrets. Tuesday on CTV. Big Little Lies creator David E. Kelly brings us the season's most anticipated new drama. Race for impact. When two teenage girls go missing, Ryan Phillippe and Kylie Bunbury cover a series of abductions and a wall of silence. We got ourselves a predicament. Get into the new series, Big Sky, Tuesday at 10, only on CTV. Now, more Dog Talk with Dave McMahon. News Talk 610 CKTV. Welcome back to Dog Talk, everyone. I'm here with Scott Adams, Retriever Dog Trainer from the Niagara region of Ontario. Glad Scott is with us. He's been on the program a couple of times. And also Jackie from Jackie's VIP Dog and Cat Grouping in St. Catharines. She's been on with us a few times. Jackie has a strange fetish. She loves the smell of skunk. And... Uh, <laughs> When her dogs get sprayed by a skunk, she really doesn't mind the smell. Can you imagine? It's, it's all the same. It's like anyway, we're in the midst of a contest. Your chance to win the $50 Hooters gift card. That gift card will be available right up till 8 p.m. this evening. How many muscles does a dog have in their ears? Some are thinking, who cares? Who writes these questions? 905-688-2582. 905-688-2582.
2582. You have to call if you want to win the $50 Hooters gift card. All right. How many muscles does a dog have in their ears? Give us a call. 905-688-2582. Scott Adams, let me ask you about the popularity of the silver Labrador retrievers. The silver Labrador retrievers are gaining in popularity. I have quite a few of them that have attended my dog obedience classes, uh, especially over the last few years. Tell you about them. Uh, I'm sure that the people that own silver Labradors will will defend them to the ninth degree. Um, the issue with them is that they are bred for coat color specifically. And when that happens in any breed, uh, when they breed for a look, uh, breeders tend to ignore other issues such as health, uh, conformation, uh, brains, and all the other important things that the uh, breeders who have worked so hard over the years to develop in, in their breed uh, it, it, it tends to wash it out. Now, the silver coat color, they say, is a, uh, a recessive chocolate gene. And when you wash out that gene, you also wash out other traits when you're breeding specifically for color. Uh, the CKC, I know the AKC does not recognize silver in the Labrador. It disqualifies the dog. Uh, however, they are getting through in their breeding and it's seen as, as a potential disaster for the breed, and, and I tend to agree with it. Uh, for, for my priorities for training a dog, uh, I haven't seen a silver that can do the work. However, for, for pet quality dogs, there may be nothing wrong with it, and you, you might have all the luck in the world and, and, and do just great with it. But uh, I would tend to discourage people from promoting that sort of breeding, uh, whether it's through breeding or ownership, uh, because there is potential risk with it as far as health goes. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, the, certainly the temperament's been good on some of the uh, silver mm -hmm. labs that have attended my classes, you know, as far as doing pet dog obedience classes and yeah. being great pets, the temperament's been fine. But I certainly respect what you have to say. Uh, yeah. There is a question, though. Someone wants me to ask you about mixed breeds and your thoughts on mixed breeds doing uh, retrieval work for fun. Are you, you cool with that? I am. I would encourage anybody that wants to teach their dog to retrieve, whether they got a, a purebred or a, a mixed breed dog, to go ahead and do it and have fun. There's a lot of mixed breed dogs out there that have made better retrievers than some purebreds I've seen. Uh, and I've seen some of the smallest dog retrieve geese. It's, it's amazing. So no dog should be washed out because of what it is. Uh, they, they all should be given a chance. Uh, call me lazy, but I like to work with a dog that has the most potential because it's easier on me. <laughs> and so that's why I look to breeding when I'm uh, and lineage when I when I am uh, and pedigree when I'm when I'm looking for a pup. You know, uh, I, I've got a we've got a, a program that most of us retriever trainers uh, use, and it's been proven successful over decades, and and the potential for success is increased. Uh, the stronger the pedigree on the dog. There, there are far more dogs that are not bred for this than there are dogs that are bred for it. Mm -hmm. So uh, when I came out with my first retriever, it wasn't an ideal breeding, and he would have made just a, a fine hunting dog. But I saw what these other dogs who were bred well could do, and immediately I said, yeah, I want that. I want that. It's like having a, uh, a go-kart and then going to a Harley Davidson shop sort of thing. All of a sudden you want a Harley, <laughs> right? So uh, that, that's just my angle on it. I, I love the retrievers, but I also love the game and I want to play it. And I love training dogs. And it's more fun to train a smart one that is bred for it than it is to try to get very far with one that isn't. Yeah. But to each their own, and we welcome everybody. Great perspective. Now, we've got, we're have going to have to go to the old telephone because we've got George calling in from Vineland Station. But first off, uh, I just want to remind the listeners that we're in the midst of a contest, your chance to win the $50 Hooters gift card. Mm -hmm. How many muscles does the dog have in their ears? 
Good evening, George, and welcome to Dog Talk. I'm Dave McMahon. Hi, Dave. Hi, how are you? Fine, thank you. Good. Okay, so how many muscles does a dog have in their ears, George? This is just a wild guess. Four. Sorry, George. Thank you. It's not the right answer. I was all ready to send you to Hooters so you could enjoy the plump chicken wings. <laughs> Good try, George. Hope you have a doggone great night. The prize is still up for grabs. $50 Hooters gift card. How many muscles does a dog have in their ears? You guys can look this up. You can go to your friend Google. You can go to a few different uh, sites and you could look this up. 905-688-2582. 905-688-2582. How many muscles does a dog have in their ears? 905-688-2582. And you'll win the $50 Hooters gift card compliments of Hooters in Niagara Falls, which by the way has great food. Uh, question for, oh wait a minute. Is it Lisa in St. Catharines? Hi Lisa, I'm Dave McMahon. Welcome to Dog Talk. Hi Dave, how you doing? I'm doing very good, thank you. You, you have a question for Scott or for Jackie or you're trying to win uh, the $50 Hooters gift card? She's laughing at me. Yeah, I want to try and win the card. But I really like the way you're doing your show tonight. Well, thank you. I've pulled my socks up, haven't I? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Are you watching us on Facebook? Yes, I am. And who's who's the better looking man, Scott Adams or Dave McMahon? Uh, I have Here. to say you, Dave. Oh! Hi, Jackie. I was going to say it's a tie. Lies. She can hear me. Lisa, thanks for calling in. Um, I'm going to say they have 18 muscles. You're going to say that they have 18 muscles? Yeah. You sticking with that? Yeah. Okay, congratulations. Because, Lisa, you just won the $50 Hooters gift card of the Niagara Falls Hooters. Yeah! Big round of applause. Stay on the line. My technical producer, Greg Campagna, is going to take some info from you, and we're going to send you the $50 Hooters gift card. Yay! Thanks, Lisa. See you Bye. later. And you can go and have some plump chicken wings. <laughs> have you had any wings at Hooters, Greg? Scott, sorry? Uh, not from Hooters, but uh, I, agree, Greg. I do like my chicken wings. <laughs> I do like Well, you have to go to Hooters sometime. You take your yeah, wife. It's, people bring their kids to Hooters. They're actually really good. <laughs> Jackie, of course you've been to Hooters. Well, they have good chicken wings. Of course I've been there. <laughs> <laughs> have you got any question for Mr. Scott Adams, Jackie? I've been hogging the microphone. That's okay. Um... I had a bunch, actually, but I've just been listening to everything so much that I've forgotten everything. Well, all my nonsense and jibber-jabber about this, that, the other thing, you probably forgot what you were going to ask. I did. I completely, just because I've been listening so much while I'm doing this. Yeah, that's right. So, the, would you say, give me the top three breeds that you would work with in uh, retrieval work, Scott. What would be the top three breeds, in your opinion, if we're looking at purebreds? So, Labrador yeah. Retriever, obviously. Yep, Labrador Retriever. Uh, second is is the Golden Retriever, and third would be the the Chesapeake. But you also see occasional flat coat retrievers. Uh, a few people have Nova Scotia Duck Tollers, and uh, there's a few other breeds that take part as well. Yeah. Now, what do you think of the uh, what do you think of the Hung the Hungarian Vigilants? Well, it depends on who owns them. <laughs> you and I both know somebody who does. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, though they're great. They're great hunters. Those those dogs are awesome, and uh, they're 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 pretty busy in the CKC events as well. And the breeder that we know is a very good one. I'd recommend him anytime. Yeah, yeah. I really love the the Vigilas, and I've gotten to know quite a few of them when they've come to me to do their obedience classes and do the distraction proofing and do the foundation and the obedience work. But they have to have the right handler. You know, and yeah. they have a handler who's dedicated, who's willing to keep on top of them and work with them. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. you know, it may not be the, the best dog. I'm not trying to knock visuals, but it may not be the best dog for a super novice handler. Yeah. Uh, 
I, I've talked to a few guys that have had them, and uh, I, I think somebody that has a background in pointers and, and uh, would, would probably do a, a little more. They had a little more experience with those dogs, then they would probably handle them a little better. But I'm not really the expert in in, in the pointing breeds. Uh, our two friends are, that's for sure. Now, Scott, if somebody wants to get together with you and come and check out the, is it the Niagara Peninsula Retriever Dog? Uh, yes, Niagara, we have a Facebook page, and it's the Niagara Peninsula Retriever Training Club. And if people are interested in coming out to us, they're welcome to. to and uh, they can just message us on there, and, and one of us guys or gals will, will get hold of you and let you know when we're getting out to train. Uh, oftentimes it's weekends, but uh, most of us train through the week. So everybody has different schedules. It's very informal. There's no cost involved as far as uh, as joining us goes. But you get yourself addicted to this, you're going to find out there's a lot of cost <laughs> as far as equipment and uh, and your time. So, uh, but it's a lot of fun. It's an addictive game, and and seeing the advancement of a young dog that knows nothing uh, coming up to one that knows something, and then getting to a point of knowing a lot is a lot of fun. Uh, it hooked me years ago and, and it's, it's, it's the biggest priority for me in my hunting days, the dog, the dog work. It's the biggest pleasure I get from it. So yeah. uh, it, it's a lot of fun. And our club holds an annual field trial competition every year in the Allenberg area. Uh, we have uh, two sort of groups of trainers, one here in Allenberg, and then there's another group further up towards Beamsville. Uh, and any of us would be uh, happy to welcome people in. And uh, all we ask is is that uh, we're going to give you our advice in exchange for a little bit of legwork on your part to be able to go out and throw and, and help our dogs uh, be taught what they need to know. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. People can just go on the Facebook and uh, they can check out the Niagara Peninsula Retriever Training Club. Yep. Message right. that way. Yep. And one thing, if I can say it, Dave, is is – the best time to get hold of an experienced group is before you put money down on a puppy so that we can get you started with the right breeding uh, right off a hop. But if, uh, if you've already got a young dog that you want to uh, get interested in this, that's fine too. Right on. It's always great having you. And especially today, now that we're doing the live uh, video feed on Facebook, Scott, you look great. Good to talk to you again. Have an awesome night. And thanks for joining us. All right. Thanks for having me, Dave. It's a pretty cool venue. Thanks, Dr. Right on. Take care. And Jackie from Jackie's VIP Dog and Cat Grooming. Jackie, how can people reach you to set up a dog or cat grooming appointment? Uh, just give me a call, 905-329-8076, and we can figure that out. So one more time, Jackie, we've got it on the screen here for those that are watching the live Facebook video. Your number again? 905 905- Three two nine eight zero seven six. Beautiful. And that black dog, pardon me, I forget that black dog's name that we can see here on the video. This is Kevin. He's not actually black, by the way. He is a silver phantom. And this big beast right here, Dutch, is silver. <laughs> I'll put on my glasses. <laughs> he's just, he's a beast of a poodle. He's, he's abnormally large. He's 80 pounds and they're only supposed to max out at 50. And he wants everybody to hold his hands. <laughs> This is his thing. He wants to hold hands. <laughs> From the National Newsroom. Take care, Jackie. Have yourself a doggone awesome night. And thank you to Dana Cox, who joined me from the uh, Dogs in Canada Annual Magazine. Good night, everybody. See you later.